Good morning. I invite you to rise as we begin our worship this day. One of the most unique things we can do as a community, we don't really do this anywhere else, but we come before God with honesty as we confess our faith. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, the God of goodness and loving kindness, whose Son was sent to save us and whose Spirit is poured out on us and renews us. Amen. As people called out of darkness, let us confess our sin and seek forgiveness from the God of righteousness and mercy. O God of steadfast love, we confess our impatience and resistance to your will. We have sought to satisfy our deepest longings from created things and forces rather than through you, our Creator. 
We are quick to judge others, yet we fail to see our own failings. We are numb to the cries of those in need and grow weary of righteousness and compassion. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine on us, that we may be saved. Amen. Hear the glad tidings of God. For the sake of Christ, your sins are forgiven, and light has shone in your darkness. May Christ shine forth from our lives as we wait for the full redemption of all creation. Amen. Advent is a time to bind up the brokenhearted. Lord, and make all things new. For past wrongs that prevent us from moving forward. Come, Lord, and make all things new. For any bitterness that scratches our soul. Come, Lord, and make all things new. For relationships left in decay and neglect. Come, Lord, and make all things new. For any action that has wounded us or by which we have wounded others, grant that we might have the peace of Christ as we wait, the love of Christ as we act, and the grace of Christ as we speak. This morning we light four candles. The first candle is the light of hope for those in times of waiting. The second candle is the light of hope for those who are wearied by the circumstances of life. The third candle is the light of hope for those eagerly watching for God's promised glory. And the fourth candle this day is the light of hope for those who carry the wounds of life. Today we acknowledge our pain and the pain we have caused others. As the light shines, we turn to the Savior who came to rescue the lost, to help the hurting, and to bind up the broken. Let us pray. 
Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. With your abundant grace and might, free us from the sin that hinders our faith, that eagerly we may receive your promises, for you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I invite you to be seated as we hear God's word this day. first reading is from Isaiah chapter 7. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God, that it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey for the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose two kings you are in dread will be deserted. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
the second reading. <laughs> it's from Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the Holy Scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. According to St. Matthew, the first chapter. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they had lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through, his, through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus, the Gospel of the Lord. Come on up. We have our last Advent box for Advent. Thanks, Jack. Come on up, guys. All right. You guys are looking so sharp in the suit and the beautiful Christmas dress. All right. So I guess it's us, huh? All right, Mr. Jack. So we heard at scripture readings from Isaiah and also from Romans and then from the Gospel of Matthew about 
Joseph and Mary and all of this. So, okay, let's see what we got here. You, oh, you have it highlighted. Yes, good, good. Okay, where do you want to start, Jack? With this guy. Oh, look at this. <laughs> now that he is one cool looking dude. Is that Harry Potter? Officially? Yes. Oh, for refusing the evil and choose the good. When the Messiah comes, he'll choose the good and not the evil. That's what Harry did, huh? Nice. Very good. There's a lot of neat connections there, but that's cool. All right. All right, so this is a beautiful, what does that look like to you? What do you think? It's an angel, yeah, right. And there's an angel in this reading, isn't there? Yeah, so the Lord appeared as an angel to Joseph and said, hey, Mary is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And because Joseph wondered, had she been unfaithful to him? He didn't know what was going on. And so God sent an angel, sent a word. We're going to hear some more about that. Excellent, thanks. Okay, oh, look what do we got here. Oh, this one first. Sorry. Oh, I didn't see you grab one. Oh, right. And what is this? This, this is a ring. Wow. Look at that. Man. You're going to save that for late? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, that's beautiful. Yes, he got married. That's right. That's perfect. Good job. Now we've got the car. And she bore, go ahead. And she bore All right, beautiful. And it's a birth announcement. Look at that. That's so cool. That's a perfect thing. Wishing you and your baby boy all the wonderful things that make life happy. That is so cool. I wonder, is that, uh, yeah, wow. Was that when you were born, maybe? Yeah. Oh, that was when you were born. All right, that's pretty special, Jack. Um, thank you. Excellent job. Excellent job. Um, and you know what? I'm going to take just a second. Let's walk over here to the tree. Let's walk over here because we've got our tree with all the chrismons on it. Here, if you guys come up here. Any favorite uh, symbols that you wonder about that you love up here? Like, why is this here? What do you why you were wondering why the anchor's there? That's right. Oh, wait, I think you know. Why do you, Why do you think you know? Yeah, try it. Because it holds us down to Jesus. Yeah, right. Exactly. In fact, it's a cross that's also an anchor, and the cross, Jesus is our anchor. That's absolutely right. This is a fish, an ancient symbol for Christian Christians. Um, I and yeah. What else? What is which one? That one over there. What do you see on the top of it there? What does that look like? Wheat. Wheat, right. And then maybe that what it's sitting on is like a loaf of bread. And so we think about what? We think about the Lord's Supper, huh? Yeah, that's right. Good. Good. The triangle thingy here, right here. Star, this is known as the Star of David. But we also see, when we see the triangle, we also think of the Holy Trinity, don't we? Um, and this is because Jesus was from um, the Holy Spirit, but also from the line of Joseph. And Joseph was in the line of King David going way back. So he was the Messiah that way. That's really good. 
maybe a couple more we can pick out that we want to know more about. Let's see. Why is there a bell? What do bells do? They ring, and what? And you know, we don't have bells anymore, but they used to do. Yeah, go ahead. They used to call people to church, and they proclaim good news. And so we've, we're hearing about a lot of good news today, aren't we? But of course, what do we got over here? The manger, which is what Christmas is all about, huh? All right, let's say a prayer. Thank you, God, for these children. Thank you for the Advent boxes and for exploring the scriptures of hope. And thank you for this Christmas tree and for our chrismons that help us proclaim the good news. And we bless these children in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. All right. You got all your items, Jack? Good. You want to make sure you, those are precious. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. All right. Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the fourth Sunday in Advent. I discovered uh, an old Christmas carol called the Cherry Tree Carol that kind of tells the story from Joseph's perspective a little bit. And today we get the birth story from the Gospel of Matthew. And this carol is based on an apocryphal walk that Mary and Joseph took early on in their life um, and where they found a beautiful cherry tree and apple orchards. And Joseph um, and Mary took a walk there. And, and so I'm going to use this carol just to help us tell Joseph's story and see what it has to say for you and I, if I can get this pulled off. When Joseph was a young man, a young man was he, he courted Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. He courted Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. When Joseph and Mary were walking one day, here is apples and cherries, so my fair to behold. Here is apples and cherries, so fair to behold. I imagine Joseph was excited to be betrothed. He'd been waiting for quite a while to get married. Men didn't live very long back in those days. Maybe 40 years old, you were very fortunate. And so Joseph was thinking about starting family. And he was betrothed to a beautiful young girl, Mary. That's the way it worked back then. You didn't pick out your spouse. I kind of wish we'd go back to those days now that I have two daughters. But anyway, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> totally joking. I always say that. They'll do much better than I would. But you know, Nazareth was not a poor, poor village. 
Um, we've done archaeology, and we know that it had lots of viticulture and um, trades that were going on and farming. And so Joseph, we're told, we, of course, know him as a carpenter, right? The word in Greek actually is an artisan or a... Um, we don't know if it was a carpenter. We might assume that, but it also could have been a stonemason. There were more stones in the Holy Land than there was trees at this time. But nonetheless, Joseph had a tra trade, and he was excited to get married. He had all kinds of hopes and dreams of starting a family and giving, giving birth to a, a legacy. And then those hopes ran into a snag. An angel had come to Mary. She had found favor with that angel, and, and the angel told her, you're going to bear the Savior of the world. And she was awestruck with wonder and couldn't believe that God would choose her, but God chose her. And then she said probably the most important words any disciple could ever say, let it be done to me according to your word. But I wonder what that conversation must have been like when Mary told Joseph. Then Mary spoke to Joseph, so meek and so mild. Joseph, gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Joseph, gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Then Joseph, in anger, in anger he flew. Oh, let the father of the baby gather cherries for you. Oh, let the father of the baby gather cherries for you. Can you imagine the heartbreak Joseph would experience to see that Mary was with child? We're only told that Joseph was a righteous man. And so I can't imagine, though, he wouldn't have been hurt and angry and upset and heartbroken. But being a righteous man, he decides to take care of things quietly because if this was made known, Mary could be killed. It's an interesting view of what is righteous. Not always doing the letter of the law, but loving. Loving, caring, being concerned about the well-being of others. And Joseph was that, heartbroken as he must have be, been. He's going to quietly put her away to save her life. You know, I think about that for you and I. Doesn't it often happen that we think about God's plan in the world and whether it be our hopes and dreams or the hopes and dreams we have for the world, and they just don't seem to be happening. Things run into snags, and things don't look like we think they should look for the kingdom of God. We have disappointments and hurts and, and hopes that are dashed, and that's exactly where Joseph was. But thanks be to God, God isn't stopped by our lack of perception to see God at work in the world. And God's will will not be frustrated by human hardness of heart. And so even though Joseph didn't seem to want to 
couldn't fathom something more than Mary's unfaithfulness, God intervened. How did God intervene? So the cherry bowed low down, low down to the ground, and Mary gathered cherries while Joseph stood down. And Mary gathered cherries while Joseph stood down. Then an angel came to Joseph, to Joseph a dream, saying of the Holy Spirit, this child has come down. Saying of the Holy Spirit, this child has come down. You know, that's what we need, isn't it? In the midst of our longings and unfulfilled dreams and hopes and our pain and our lack of being able to see God's work, we need a messenger. We need an angel. Wouldn't it be great if you and I could have an angel like Joseph? Wouldn't that be awesome? Has God ever sent us an angel yet? Oh, I've got good news of great joy for you today because... Those scriptures you heard today, God keeps coming to us as an angel. An angel, you know what an angel means? You know what it means in Hebrew? It means messenger. God sent us a messenger. And it's that story, the big story of the scriptures. It's the story that gathers us together today. It's the story you heard, read. It's the story you're hearing now. It's the story that's given to us in the supper and in baptism. God sent us an angel. God's intervened and given us a promise in the midst of all of our unfulfilled hopes and dreams and all of our hurts and our pain and all of our struggling to see God at work. God sent us a manger, a, a, a Savior, Jesus. We indeed have angels. And we have an angel, the Word, that comes and assures us of God's promise. Fear not, God says. I am with you. Emmanuel, I am with you. And I have saved you. And what did the angel say to Joseph, which is really amazing? He says, this child will save his people from their sins. Not from the Romans. Not from some political system that we like or don't like or not from people on the other side of the aisle or not from all the things we think we need to be saved from, which is usually the other people, the other problems, not us. But, but actually, Jesus came to save God's people, all of us, from who? Our sins. And oh, that's what he did on the cross. Because he took our sins. God with us. He took it. He absorbed all of it and gave us all of his righteousness. And I don't know about you, but when I get that, I just fall to my knees and I thank God and I say what Joseph probably said to Mary. Then Joseph took Mary all on his right knee, crying, Lord, have mercy for what I have done. Crying, Lord, have mercy for what I have done. When Joseph was an old man, an old man was he. He 
cherished Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. He cherished Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. May we all cherish the Savior of you and me. May we indeed cherish the gift of the Savior. Amen. Together, let us confess our faith in the Savior who is coming, the God who has sent him, and the Spirit who has given life to this Mary and to this world. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. For our prayers this day, last night we had a lock-in with our youth and young adults, and I asked them to write prayers of hope and to kind of stick those up on the wall, and so this kind of culminates some of those prayers this day. So let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, for all people everywhere according to their needs. Loving God, we join with the voice of Joseph this day, a voice of faith and of trust, of following your will and your righteousness instead of just the straight rules of this world. We pray that we too might hold on to you with hope and with faith. Lord, in your mercy. God, our maker, we pray with hope for political leaders to take action to address pollution, destruction of natural resources, and the things that affect our climate and our earth. May we be caretakers worthy of your call. Lord, in your mercy. Loving God, we pray this day for Helly Natalie, a sponsor child of one of our youth, that she may have a blessed Christmas. And we pray also for many young people who in this Christmas break return to homes that are not welcoming places, that are not safe places for them. We pray for all those who experience abuse in their homes, for those for whom Christmas is not merry and joyful, who who long for the security of school and caring teachers. We pray that in this season, there may be new life and new birth in their hearts, the hearts of their families, and for those who provide and care for them. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, we pray and hope for trust in you. We pray that our young people, our young adults, that all of us of all ages and generations may be able to trust in your plan, in your will for us and for our world. Lord, in your mercy. God, we hold in your hands today many who need your care and your presence. We pray especially for the Adams family as they mourn the death of Cliff father and grandfather and father-in-law. We pray also this day for Kevin Crane, who in this moments is um, getting surgery for his eye, and we pray for his healing. We also pray for those who are anticipating surgery for Samantha Faring and for Tony Lyons. And for those recovering, we pray for Jean Gierke, Ellen Posadas, Tiffany Paul, Sean Hamrick, Delaney Gallagher, and Lynn Rupp. God, we also lift up those who are facing cancer and continue to pray for Kathy, Elizabeth, Angela, Gary, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy, and Carol. And we lift to you our military families as they are deployed, especially in this season, that they may be connected to you and to their families. 
We lift up Jillian, Bradley, Aaron, Rebecca, Eric, Megan, Jared, Andrew, and David. Lord, in your mercy. For whom else and what else do the people of God pray this day? Sam, Jean, Malachi. Time. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commit all for whom we pray and all things for which we pray, trusting in the mercy that you have shown us. Give us hope in this season, we pray through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you all. We share peace with one another. as you share these signs of peace, joyful season for sure, want you to remember to pass the friendship booklets along the way to share those with one another and to note your presence here in worship. If you are a guest of ours, if you're here for the first time or maybe a few times, please note um, your address here, email address or physical address, simply so we can send you a letter of, of thanks or an email of thanks just for being here um, and bringing your gifts to this place today. Um, I don't have a lot of announcements today. In fact, the lock-in fried my brain and I forgot to look at my notes from Tuesday. So <laughs> Pastor Bill may be able to help me, but I do want to really draw your attention to those worship times for Christmas Eve. Um, as I do that, I want to give thanks for those who participated in the longest night service um, on last night on Saturday. Um, that brings a real presence of, of hope to our community. And uh, also to those who helped with our event last night, some of our young, our young adults. And one of our youth and one of our young adults who helped last night are actually here in worship with us. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Don't forget to use one of those cards in the narthex to yep. invite if you need to, a reminder of the times, but also you can use that as a tool to invite people. Yep. yep. Day and night services both on Christmas Eve and then a day service on Christmas Day. All right. With that, we continue our worship as we receive our pledges and offerings.
let us pray. God of mercy and grace, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. You comforted your people with the promise of the Redeemer, through whom you will also make all things new in the day when he comes to judge the world in righteousness. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we remember you in love and hope and pray as you have taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We remember Christ's coming. We look for his coming again. And we make a place in our heart for the Christ child to be born these days. I invite you to be seated and to receive that Christ this day.
got it. Body Christ broken for you. 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 broken for you. Body Christ 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 broken for you, Gary. Body Christ broken for you. Body Christ broken for you. Body of 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 Christ broken for you. Body 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 Christ broken for you.
invite you to rise as you are able. And now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. And cup of salvation. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you with grace and with mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Also, a quick note that we will have our prayer ministers up here in the front. If you would like a special prayer um, today, maybe you're traveling, maybe you need some healing, maybe you are worried about something. If you have any need you'd like some personal prayer with, they'll be up here after the service. Yes.
are grace-filled and spirit-led. Go in peace and serve the Lord.